Shooby dooby doo ba, shooby dooby doo ba, ba 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 if you need to go, you gotta go, but don't you worry about the bantam way. Ba 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 I I bantam way and I can't bantam way. B do 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 Here we are, ready to get it on once again, ladies and gentlemen. The Johnny K is back. Stateside from the Big Apple Tour. You took the A train uptown a few stops and got off and went upstairs and got on the L train cross town. You went down the 2nd Avenue because you heard there was some melted cheese around the corner and you got a place to stay and you ended up in the Big Apple, taking a bite out of the Big Apple. But little did you know there was a worm in it and you hopped on the back of that worm and that worm led you down through the gutters into the subway, underneath the subway, and into... Whether you're in New York or whether you're not, you should be in New York in the summertime because that is about the best place you can ask to go if you're into having fun and eating and drinking. And then after you do all that, if you're into telling stories with El Chapo about the exploits, you came to the right place. If you like seeing avocados Because El Chapo's in the house For the 4th of July weekend He's got 800 bottle rockets A 5 foot Circumvented roll Of firecrackers And all the Burnable worm thingies you can get Ah, Where are you Machu Picchu we love Machu Picchu. On the big Ohio, we flow up to the Michigan State. And we give them big old spanking. And then we go the tune so let's go down to the diner chapo and uh i'm or actually let's go down to the fancy restaurant here in the basement of the sausage hut and talk about my trip because you've been to the place where i've been um how is the cheese <laughs> well we'll get to that we got a new got a new theme song for being on the hello mary Tyler moore uh, vibe here. Welcome to the New York Chronicles on the Sausage Hunt with your host, El Chapo. 
and a score of other people. We are live here in Queensland. Where we explore the islands, explore the sunny day sidewalks, explore the cheese, explore the pepperoni, explore the surprisingly affordable drinks during the day, and East Rutherford, New Jersey, and everything in between. Here in the New York Chronicles. Two thousand seventeen, a diner on Second Avenue. I'm still waiting on my San Pellegrino. San Pellegrino has been taking all day. Gumshoe detectives up way too early, and in a suit that he probably shouldn't have worn because he wore it a few days ago when he was with her. In that one joint. Oh, look at that! There's blood. There will be blood. But nonetheless, his informant insisted on meeting him in the Orion Cafe on 2nd Avenue at 11.30 a.m., which was really early for a gumshoe hero. But nonetheless, he had heard that they had a pretty decent meat lover's omelet, depending on who was working. If Alejandro was working, you were pretty sure that your meat lover's omelet was going to be dry. But if Maurice was working, you knew that it would be amply cheesed and not dry whatsoever. And still big and eggy and tasty. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Um, can we sit at table 16, please? Just one moment, sir. I'm here to meet somebody. He should be wearing a hat and a blue jacket. Do you see anybody back there? Small right. white guy. Follow me, uh, sir. Beard. Follow me. Follow me. I walked back to the corner. The corner table where I met my informant. He looked like he'd been partying for three days straight. I was just taking a break before reloading on his stimulants. Luckily, they sold Coors Light at this diner. My informant had a slice of chocolate cream pie that he'd taken one bite out of and two Coors Lights, one for his right hand and one for his left. Hey, how the peanuts? Um, any more salt? Ma'am, can we get some more salt for these peanuts here? My buddy says there's not enough salt on the peanuts. You want more salt in your peanuts, you're gonna get them, buddy. You want some coffee? I'm gonna have some coffee. Hey, we got two coffees? Yeah. Cream. No sugar, no sugar. Yeah, they'll be right. They got the decent coffee here for the Greek place. I used to have them make gyros for me when I, I, I used to jog in this neighborhood. I'd stop in for a quick gyro and then jog back out. See that picture on the wall? I can't, I can't remember who that is. That's somebody. Must have ate here. Left-handed Orion, you mean? from Straight from the stars? Oh, okay. It was odd that Orion was an archer. 
or not necessarily odd, but I thought he was beating a dog or something like that when he was in the stars. Not shooting an arrow left-handed, but everybody had an icon on their shirt, and it was Orion, a left-handed South Paul Orion, which is what they should call the place, South Paul Orion, because it was like this. It was Orion with a bow, and it was it was knocked. Or no, it was draw, knock. Draw loose, so he was in draw, but he was a, a lefty. Like who draws things? Who draws archers left-handed? And I'm pretty sure when he's going across uh, the the sky, he's he's right-handed. He is on their shirts. I so I I asked if I could get a shirt from the Greek dudes working in this re in, the, in 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 this restaurant restaurant. How much? They didn't have them. Yeah. They didn't have them avail available. And that, you know, that's not surprising. Not anymore. It's not what it used to be. Then, on the New York Chronicles, my informant, El Chapo, decided to tell me what it was like when New York was what New York used to be. So Chapo, what what did New York used to be? It used to be ah, uh, it was a city of uh, celebrities and movie making. You had to be careful because even at night they were like areas would be blocked off for like movie filming, and you'd literally bump into stars, like celebrity and important people stuff and where where what neighborhood did you call home during that time are you gonna finish that can I can I have that what the croissant are you gonna finish that oh well I was gonna just no I was just gonna see how much butter I could you stick mean, on him you know, pass over here is that uh, what's uh, is there like a cream sauce over there I could I got some hollandaise left from the Eggs Benedict. Here you go. That's fine. Thank you. It's a little creamy. I like that. You might want to add some mayonnaise to it just to it's, even it out. Do you think they have Hellman's here? Yeah, they do, actually. I insisted. Garçon, I, boy, boy, over here. Oh, I think he thought that was rude. Now, it's going to be another five minutes. Mayonnaise para nosotros, por favor. Uh... Lots of dancing. Para mi amigo y para mi. Mayo. Creme. Chop chop. Creme. Para dos. Like, Creme para dos, por favor. Ahora. Rapido. Rapido. And the gyro omelets are here are great because they, they. It's one thing they do do is, is that they. What did, they're exactly generous with the gyro. Is it that you do do? Well, that is the question, isn't it? How could it be that I meet you on 2nd Avenue and all the talk becomes about heading to East Rutherford? How can we get from 2nd Avenue to East Rutherford? How? Shall we take the ferry? Taxi? Shall we take the water taxi to from Slip 2 
I'll cross to Weehawken. That's what we must do. And they will not tell us which slip to go to. Uh, to the ferry to Weehawken. Slipping away. Ferg is verboten. Weehawken is verboten. Time keeps on slipping, slipping into the Jersey. And into the New York Chronicles. With Detective El Chapo and Gumshoe, Johnny Cobasso. Tales of the mean streets of the cleanest city on the East Bay Megagopolis. So there I was talking to my informant, El Chapo, in the diner. We got our coffees. We got our gyro omelets. We got our meat lovers omelets. We got a mountain of cream cheese. And we got beers served to us at 7.15 a.m. Because in the city that never sleeps, nobody cares what time you're drinking beers. Because apparently everybody just drinks beers. Everywhere, at any given moment. So I spaked my informant. He spaked. El Chapo. You did spend time in the Big Apple. Uh, Can you tell us? Can you tell me? where those times were spent or if it's too difficult if it's too painful you recall these memories (laughs) as you were held prisoner most of the time perhaps we could get just a glimpse into the window of your New York soul in the New York Chronicles New York City (laughs) <laughs> was yeah. it the East Village or was it the West Village? Tell me! Right here! Right on nine. You want it, the rest of that orange juice? You will tell me right now. Orange juice? But there is no grapefruit this weekend. I'm sorry to tell you. I could tell right away that this nut would be a hard nut to crack. Not only that, but the last of the tomatoes have been prepped. I thus spaked my informant. Informant, tell us of your first day in the Big Apple all those years ago. I remember getting off the train. Penn Station. The train from the old, the, the train from the Midwest straight into. Doop doop. Yeah, I think I, uh, the last stop was at Buffalo on, uh, the, on the Amtrak. Gotcha. And in you go. And then to go from Buffalo, which is still pretty much. That's all the way across New York State. Midwest. I still think that's the Midwest. It's a right? long way from New York City. Long way away from Penn Station. <laughs> yeah. Time friggin' square. Like a whole day. I don't think I, until that point, I don't, I don't think I'd ever been physically surrounded by millions of people in one just like five block area. 
That was, was a little overwhelming. Out of, Pe out of Penn Station? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a busy area over there. I spent, I just spent a lot of time over there, actually. I went to the same bar twice on two different days, the Molly Wee, mm -hmm. which is right down the street. And there's just people hanging out all over the place at the old, mm -hmm. at the well, the, what they I guess was the old post office, but now it's the MTA building. People just hang out on the steps like they're in Athens, Greece. <laughs> people having sex on the stairs. It was weird. Just yeah, you just mostly what you want to do right there is you just want to sit. You just want to have a moment, but um, you can't stay there long, and you definitely cannot fall asleep. Cause they'll kick you out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can't sleep on the stairs? Mm -mm. Even if you have a beautiful Spanish woman next to you? No. Hmm. No. No sleeping. Even in the middle of the day? Mm -mm. Oh. No. They have patrols that come through there. That's all they do is they just keep <laughs> keep people move. Move along. Move along. Move along. Move along. Yeah. I saw a... Some... some you know, I was surprised how few homeless people I saw. How would you <laughs> how would you know if they were? Because they were sitting next to the building with a uh, hat in front of them trying to get... And then later at night, around the corner from the Molly Wee, over by Penn, Penn Station, then I saw some dudes. It, it was about, I don't know, 9 or 10. It was they, do, they, they bedded down for the night in doorways. And luckily it was warm, so who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, they had their stuff, and they were underneath stuff, and they were sleeping. Mm. For the most part, it looked normal, but then there was one dude who couldn't sleep with a, with his t-shirt on or his, or his socks. So he just bedded down. He just bedded down, and he, like he was in his bedroom. Like, well, I'm going to sleep, taking off my shirt and taking off my socks. <laughs> it's like, I'm glad I didn't have to go to the ATM. <laughs> right there, because I had to step over him. Right. But he was, you know, sleeping like a baby. Hell yeah. Where's the best place to go if you're homeless in New York? To sleep. Well, I was an idiot. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, you, you sure as hell wouldn't be in Midtown. <laughs> that's, that's just pain. In the, that's a pain. Why is that? Because you have to stay on the move. Because they kick you out more over, over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, You actually, if you're going to be, you actually, um, the cycle's way more predictable, like, around the Soho area. And, oh, le and unless they're filming a movie there, which they film, all, you don't realize how many film scenes they f film right there in Soho. Huh. Sometimes just blocks will be cut off because there's a, there's a film company there, like, all the time. Um, but if I had to do it again, I would go on the subways to, like, uh, Queens to sleep. If I had to do it over again, I wouldn't do it the way I did. You just rode, rode, rode it all night? No, they have the best, um, there's like these service, uh, tunnels. You have to look around, jump off the platform, run down. And then there'll be these big tunnels. Really? Yeah. You'd probably have to go like, uh, I don't know, two, three hundred yards. But just That's make... a long way. But it's plenty of time while people are getting on the subway and, blah, blah, and you just run down there. And it's fairly clean. There's not that many rats. 
Um, Midtown's horrible for that. For rats or yeah, on the subway, and then the Bronx um, are are pretty dirty too. Did um, on these service tunnels they didn't patrol them or anything? They were just like, if you get there, you're 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 lucky. You you uh, and they're big. They're pretty. They're pretty big too. You could, you could set up little tents. People just be in there. You just have to find a spot that's not taken, and nobody nobody really fucks with you. Because uh-huh. everybody's got one goal. I just want to fucking sleep, and I don't want to be in the rain. I don't want to be in the you know out on the streets at night. Yeah. Yeah. So there's places if you're a uh, an ambitious person who doesn't have a place to stay that night. And there's and, some cool places you can go to, like service tunnels. Yeah, and you and you have to to know. I I didn't uh, discover that till towards the end of my time there. So you, yeah, but yeah, it's there. Yeah. Where did you start sleeping when you didn't know what you were, what you were doing? <laughs> I mean, not counting other, if, not counting other people's houses. Or oh no. Um, or NYU chicks. That would have been sweet. That would have saved me a lot of trouble. Why didn't you hang out in Washington Square more often? I don't, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. Or uh, go up to Columbia. Damn. How did you get there? On the train. I mean, how did you? Why did you? How did you go there? Did you go there just to go there, or was there a purpose? Oh, you... no, I was meeting. A, I was meeting a friend there. And you just ended up. I was not staying. I just stayed because I didn't. I, I didn't. When I went out, when I was there at that time, I didn't have anything to go back to. So I was like, well, I got a little bit of four hundred one k left. Um. How long did you plan on staying when you went there? I didn't. <laughs> it wasn't until um, early November when I finally decided, like, I don't think I can hang because it was, and I know it wasn't as cold as it, you know, most people stay out in there, but being new to, new to all that, I was like, man, I, ca- I, I can't do it. I just, I can't. This is, this is getting cold. I'm miserable. Yeah. So how many days in a row... Did you stay not in a in in a roof over your head, a roof, proper roof over your head? Days in a row. Um, God, I went ballpark. From, let's see what I went there. Fleet weeks. Uh, almost three months. Not quite, but almost three months. Of straight, not. Like, how did you bathe? Did you bathe or <laughs> change your clothes or anything like that? Uh, yeah, but um, even when I had the chance to, sometimes in in, in certain restrooms, I wouldn't go because it was it was too gross. I wouldn't. Uh, Wait, there's public showers? No, not showers. Just like you, I, if I was gonna shower, I'd be out of a sink. Oh. Uh. So you have to time that right, and it has to be clean. You wouldn't believe how dirty a sink can get <laughs> in a New York City public restroom. They have public restrooms. Well, I mean, no, I mean, just just like in um, oh, regular I, I, places. Actually, I remember that there was some in Central Park. Actually, oh, I, I, no, not I didn't, I didn't go into one. No, uh, Central Park is way too, way too scary at night. Because don't they kick you out at dusk or something like that? Or, like, theoretically, it's supposed to close by dusk. It's supposed to close, but 
I mean, there's you you can hide. I mean, obviously you can hide out there, but it's it's way too uh, way too sketchy if you don't know what you're doing. I couldn't imagine. Like, there's so many places to drop bodies in Central Park. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> there's so many places you could go hide. I would think just walking through there the other day. I would think that if you were a, uh, a um, somebody, a homeless person with a little gumption, that you could find places that you could just sneak underneath with your sleeping bag and no one would ever find you. Uh, except another really gumptuous uh, homeless person, yeah, because they're looking for those spots too. So is there like this... Um, you know, underground type of sneaking going on in Central Park towards the late evening of people trying to get the good spots. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's There's only so many, and you get a shit ton of people who are trying to do that. Yeah. So, so I think they come out of the woodwork around sundown. And some of them are so territorial that you can already be in there and you realize that they are not going to leave you alone until you leave. They're not going to let you sleep because you're like, no, th this is my spot. You do not sleep here. This is basically my bedroom. Get the hell off my property type of thing. And it's like, really? holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're willing to come to blows over it. Wow. And it's, you're talking like, you know, so many inches of concrete and you're just, it's just because it's in this, in this tuck. And it's room for one person. And just because it's out of the rain or whatever, it's like, uh -huh. God. <laughs> Do I really want to fight over this? No, not really. But a lot of people will. <laughs> so, yeah. What about shelters? Did you use shelters? I was full. I, ne I, never, see I, ne I never saw the inside of a shelter. Really? Because mm -mm. they were always full? Mm-hmm. And there are people that probably just called that their their living room too. They're like, yeah. I'm gonna go wander around all yeah. day, and then when it comes time, I'm at the shelter. I mean, honestly, too, you, you got so many single moms and families have been, you know, whatever screwed over by landlords. So that's that's what that's full of. Oh, so there's a lot of kids in there. Ugh. I totally did not <laughs> like that. Was totally hidden from me in my. 36 hours in New York City. <laughs> it's 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 literally right below your feet. Yeah, it's all, I, I and, know, and you I'm, know the panhandlers you're talking about? I hate those fuckers because most of those guys are not homeless. They are making they're they're smart. They're making they know how to play the game and yeah, they'll knock out 6-8 hours and I don't know, walk home with 2-300 bucks. Damn. And a lot of those guys and women are not homeless. Yeah. They, they, they play a circuit. They, they know a circuit. That wouldn't be a bad place. That wouldn't be a bad thing to try out if you found the right spot. Yeah, well... Where you just sat where, there where, where did like you, you were blind... Yeah, and, and then where did you first see them at? I'm telling you, where, where I stayed, I didn't hardly see any of them. But I first started seeing them and when we went to Washington Square. Not a bad area. It's by NYU. Yeah. 
Um, and there were people hanging out, and there was this one dude who goes and with and he had pigeon. He was the pigeon whisperer. <laughs> he had a he had a shtick. <laughs> That's cool. dude. There was a bunch <laughs> of pigeon. He walked in the middle of him, and he had feed in his leather vest, <laughs> and they flew on him. Yeah. And he would fly and like let them stay on him. And they would eat, they would eat feed out of his hand. Then he'd throw, and they would come from all over the place. Mm-hmm. That was the grossest thing I'd ever saw. So the guys stand still, and so in the picture, the birds will all be like blurred, yeah. like they're flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, but it was so gross because I just thought everything I've ever heard of about pigeons is like they're flying vermin. Yeah. They just grossed me out. And this dude was letting them just claw, you know, land on him, eat out of his hand, probably shit in his mouth. I mean, they're probably, with their talons, they're probably touching everything that a rat would. But rats rats really aren't that bad. They kinda, I, I hardly they, saw any. They kind of freak you out. You know. Well, they don't, they don't freak you. Yeah, they don't freak you out until they're in your apartment. But then... Well, I you see them on the subway, fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they, at first they freak you out because you're like, "Oh man, that's big," um, but then you realize they're not interested in you. They're 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 doing their own thing. Yeah, they're spreading disease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Time is a human concept, you know. Yeah. But it's great to get El Chapo's perspective in the New York Chronicles. The Chronicles of the big city that El Chapo has seen from the bottom and from the top. And then you've been seen too. So there we were. It's the best of times and the worst of times, Chapo. Anytime you go to the big city. One thing that always stuck out in my memory about Times Square at that time, I don't know if it's the same now, but wherever you stood, you could see three to six Starbucks. Every corner. Pretty much. They love their Starbucks. It's everywhere. It's 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 like uh, more pervasive than when I was a kid, and McDonald's was like everywhere. It was more than that. It seemed like it was just like there she is, there she, there there she, there she is, there she is. It's funny. I think it's because things in things in New York, if it catches on, word spreads. And then all of a sudden, everybody wants it in Manhattan. I'm talking about him. My only experience is Manhattan. I don't care about the Bronx or Queens or Staten Island or any other other suburban shit. (laughs) The only part of New York is Manhattan. And that is completely said from an outsider's perspective. I did get to go to to the Whitney. What's that? The Whitney... Museum of Modern Art-ish stuff. I got to go to MoMA, Museum of Modern Art. 
Did you see Neil deGrasse Tyson at the Museum of Natural History? No, but I saw the Pollock Gallery. Oh my god, that was awesome. Bunch of fried fish. Fried halibut and orange ruffy. Everywhere. I just tell you, it's true. Orange ruffy. And um, I got to see a little, not much. I got to see a little bit of the Met. That was, that was not much. The, the New York Mets or no, the baseball team? No, the museum. Oh. I did get to see some other Pollocks there. I was I was a really Pollock kick at that time, so I got to see a lot of his work. How long were you there? Uh, let's see, I got there in May, Fleet Week. Uh, so about early May till early November. Six months. Yeah. And in that, you never had a place to live or stay technically, mm, other than. Mm, mm. No, I I had a I had a couple of people who took me in. But yeah, but you never when you went there, you never was like I'm. This is where I'm staying. Oh no, <laughs> no, no. You found somebody out of nowhere off the street well, to they, stay. They, they found me, but both times they found me. So what we once you had a roof over your head. Did you end with the roof over your head, or was it just a come-and-go no, thing? No, I, uh, the second time, I ended up back on the streets. And like I said, it was, uh, I would say it was like 50, it was like getting the upper 50s. And I was like, I, I can't hang. I can't hang anymore. This, this is too cold. <laughs> this is too cold. Because all I've got is my jacket, right? And whether you're on concrete or you know in the woods in Central, it's like it's it's just it's just too, it was way too cold for me. I couldn't do it. But I think it was like one day it was like I don't know, fifty seven, fifty six. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. This is this is too much. So I got a ticket and came back. And then I ended up in uh, West Virginia again, and then North Carolina. On the same run? It was over, this was like 2000. Did you have any money in your pocket when you left New York and went to West Virginia? Uh, I had, yeah, I had uh, about, I don't know, 1500 bucks, something like that. That you had accumulated um, in New York or oh, that no, you just no. happened to not lose while you were in New York? I happened to not lose. I, that was the end of it. So the whole time you were there, you might have been homeless, but you still had some money to your name. I did, I, yeah, yeah, I had some money. So once in a, like when I was talking about the Starbucks, once in a while I would, I would like my favorite thing is I would treat myself once in a while to a uh, what was it, the uh, macchiato or something? Caramel macchiato. Yeah, I was like, just getting that was like ah, I just closed my eyes and just I was really happy. And that was your meal for the day? Uh, or could you get access? Did you have access to alcohol? No, that that was just a little too expensive. Once in a while, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd take a sip of someone's bottle, but it was always awful. Um, but no, I, di I didn't splurge on alcohol. So you stayed sober that time that you were? Yeah. yeah really? Yeah, 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 it was. And you, I guess you had been, you'd not been not sober before that. Uh, that's, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> whole nother story. 
Gotcha. But yeah, no, I I wasn't drinking. I wasn't really drinking. You were just wandering around. Yeah. So once you got a roof over your head in the Big Apple, what did your what was your average daily routine? The first time? Um either one. Uh well, the first one the first one was the most fun. Um cuz she was a a DJ and her brother uh, was going to uh, what was it Columbia? So did they have a place that their parents bought them or something? Uh no. Uh um but yeah, so I would uh we get in the morning and uh the first time I was ever exposed to a a pod an iPod. Of course she had all this great music up there on and she was like so I'd make some coffee or whatever and go out and Were I'd you like, servicing her? I, I was like a little servant, yeah, because my main thing was like she she like let me be her little roadie, uh-huh. which, which at that by then you're talking like a laptop, uh, a couple of these kind of boards, and that was it. And then someone else brought in all the big stuff, so I basically had like three cases of stuff I would carry for, her. Mm-hmm. and then she would go off talking. She taught me how to plug in a few wires just to get everything powered up and. I, that was all I did, and then by the time the show got started, you know, I would, you know, she said, you know, she would hand me whatever money, go, I want this drink or I want that, and you know, it would take me like a good twenty minutes just to get to the bar because the place is so packed, and then another almost twenty minutes to get back to her, and then she's like, she wants something else, and I'm like, yeah, and you were just a happy servant and a in a, a popular for a popular DJ apparently. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was really random, cool, um, yeah, really storybook. But uh, then she moved on. Her brother was uh, he went somewhere else to finish up his uh, was it PhD or masters? I don't know. He didn't finish up that Columbia place. Um, Columbia Community College. I don't know what the <laughs> hell it was. That. World renowned <laughs> university there I, I called guess. Columbia. Is that what it is? Okay. Maybe. <laughs> um Yeah, she went on a a bigger tour, like international and their lease was gonna be up and they, they they had timed it already before I even met them and they're like, Hey, it was really nice knowing you. Here's some money, bye bye. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. It was it was really warm. So when they said goodbye, I wasn't like really broke up about it. It was like, okay, you know. Uh. But I lost a few of my connections for like really good food and some free booze, mm. you know, cuz I had, I had a roof. So, you know, I didn't associate with them anymore, which was kind of Oh, like, so you okay, so you you had a your first gig. So you had a first run of having a roof over your head. Yeah. And then you had then you were homeless. Again, yeah. Oh, so you were homeless at first. Before, and then I met them, and then, yeah, I went homeless, you know, with no roof over my head, yeah. Mm. That's hardcore. It was, it was fun. I, it's funny, like, I knew it was all scary, but looking back on it now, I'm like, holy shit, that, that was really dangerous when I was doing that, <laughs> you know. Um, if I had to do it again, I obviously would do it way smarter but I also realized now too, like it's stupid dangerous. It's really dangerous. I mean, homeless people get killed. You know, they get mugged, they get killed for the fun of it. 
uh, like some, some of it and some of it's gangs some there are some gangs that are like well they're on a turret so we know where to get them and the police aren't gonna be around to protect them you know it's it's that's the dangerous part i just couldn't but i just can't believe how clean everything was you know what? I, I I would credit that with Giuliani, because I was scared as hell to step foot in uh, Times Square because I had heard about it, and then when I got there, yeah, I mean, even to me at that time, I thought, wow, this this doesn't seem so bad. This doesn't seem so bad. And I what I heard when I was there is that uh, when Giuliani started off as mayor, I don't know how many terms he did, but I guess he was the real pusher to like clean, like literally clean up stuff and and that he started i think he was the one that started those patrols that went around say hey move along we're not we're not lawyer we're not we're not hanging out here you got to go you got to go you know i i the stories i heard was he's the one that started that and i guess it just because it's a success too for business and getting everything kind of you know gentrified mm-hmm. it just kept going under the other mayors i think That's the democratic what, mayors even yeah, yeah 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 i mean who doesn't who doesn't love a good clean money making city right right there's more litter on the secret passageway to the sausage house than there is in central park <laughs> i'm t- i'm serious man you could eat off the freaking sidewalks in central park yeah they got recycling and trash things all over the place. Yeah. I did not see. No, people don't throw things on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And if they do, it's like jewelry and they, they dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do, somebody else comes and picks it were up. They, were they still doing the, the bookstore, bookseller things along along the outskirts of Central Park? Um, I didn't that? see that, but I, I did see somebody with a bunch of al- LP, like albums. Uh, I can't believe my books up against are being them. sold um, around Central Park. I can't remember. It's like, I didn't see it, really anything it's like being green. sold it's except like they have hot like, dogs. They have always have like a green booth and then their logo is in red and white. Maybe I just didn't see the right part. But I couldn't believe how many... I couldn't believe how big it was. And I couldn't believe how... Like, there's certain places in Central Park where you're like... I'm in the fucking middle of the... I'm in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and this is not... I came here and I was... Towards the end of our walks through Central Park when I first got there on Tuesday... I was like... I was getting a little irritated because we'd been there for a few hours... And I thought we were walking, you know, we we're walking up towards a subway sign or a subway. And we're walking through this like really dense. I mean, there are some points where you, you wouldn't know that you were in New York city, you know, you're walking through a trail. Hmm. Um, but we walked, we were walking Well, we, my buddy was like, well, we could go this way towards this stop or this way towards this stop. I was like, whatever's shorter. So we go up to 79th Street, which is meandering through all this stuff. We get there, and the subway's closed. Yeah. And my buddy's like, well, we just got to walk up, uh, you know, 10 blocks or whatever it was. I was like, really? That's a mile. I know. So we walked We walked from 79th Street, I think, down to 72nd Street, which I think is past the, the Natural History Museum, right next to Central Park. Mm-hmm. That 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 thing's close too, and it was late. We, we and we walked another subway stop up before we realized that there was a derailment and this the whole thing is closed. And I was like, at that point, I was getting irritated because I hadn't had a drink in like three hours. 
Oh yeah. And there's is. no bar. There's no bar restaurant on on that road. <laughs> what is it? East uh, Central Central Park West, I think it. Central Park West or Central Park East. Yeah. It's nothing but doctor's offices on the sidewalk. Like it's not like we could have just. Hey, let's just stop in here and have a drink because that's what we were doing on other parts of town. But we kept walking past nothing except expensive buildings where all the rich people live, and none of those buildings well, have well, I mean, um, restaurants or bars in them. Am I wrong? So we kept walking and walking and walking and walking and walking and walking and go, walking go, and walking and walking. Go, go south or go southwest. We stayed on Central Park West. Nothing. And at one point, I was like, I'm getting a lift. I tried to get a lift, and it was like five minutes away, and then they didn't do it. And we tried to flag down a, a cab at one point, and they didn't flag it. They wouldn't. One we they kept going past us, and one cab stopped, and they said, "Oh, you want to go to the airport?" I'm like, no, we just want to go up to Thirty Second Street. They're like, "No, I don't want to take you there." <laughs> yeah, no, far what a day. bunch of crap. Yeah. Like, unless you're going to the airport, I'm not picking you up. Yeah, like, why don't you just take five minutes to make this little fare, and then you can come back right here ten minutes later, you know? Hey, let me give you the airport fee and just take me to the fucking 30 seconds. Yeah, it's a five-minute five drive. You can be right back here in no, no time whatsoever. Because he's, he's losing time. You but mean. you know what? That's why, that's why taxis are going out of business, man. Because they're dicks. Oh, they are supreme, supreme yeah. dicks in New York City. And finally, we got on a train and took us back to where we were going. Yeah. But it was a long. But but that was a long. That was like. Yeah, I mean, I at t- one point I said, "Look, man," and and my buddy was kind of like the, my buddy was the, tour guide, you know, and he and and I said, "Hey," and it, while we were still in Central Park, I'm like, "Look, man, it's not an emergency now, but my liquor meter." Is getting is in the yellow right now, okay? So it's not an emergency, but we need to go somewhere relatively soon where I can get a drink. And that's when he said, "Let's just go up to 79th Street and we'll take we'll take the train down." Yada yada yada. So we ended up walking. After that, we ended up walking for another hour and a half, you know, because all the subway stops were closed. I should bring you my uh, my New York City memorabilia kit before I throw it, before I burn it in the pile. Before you take it to your girlfriend's house, I have, all, house and I have burn all my it. I have all my tran- all my tickets and uh, bills. I, I, yeah, that's that was a good time. Sounds like it. <laughs> it was one. I tell you what, it was one of the biggest learning experiences about people. In it's like it was like a super crash course in sociology. It was cool though. I met a lot of like pro homeless people, and they they probably if it wasn't for them, I I wouldn't have done so well. You'd be surprised. Like there's a really a lot of awful people, but there's like a really uh, there's way more awesome people on that on that level. And then my New York informant faded off into the night. No, no, don't care. Because you're the eyes on my don't forget your t-shirts at johnnycarbasa.com. Oh, yeah, do, 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 do. And that'll do it for our New York City recap. Yeah, New York Minute, baby.
El Chapo's Homeless Tales, Johnny Cobasa's Couple Tales About Things. It's good to be back home in the Sausage Hut. It's good to be back with El Chapo. It's good to be on Twitter where you can find me. It's good to be on my new Instagram account where you can see my food porn with Reclette that I should have told you about but didn't get to. Oh! And it's going to be coming out. Your mama's back though. Live, baby, in your mama's back though.